Tuesday means Levicka Theo and Stone. Great stuff. That's later. Jonathan Zaslow, ESPN Radio, to talk the heat trading for Terry Rozier. That's later. Right now, we pick the brain of the smartest man we know. He is a true, wise sage. Wisdom abound. We do it weekly. Steve Politziner, time now for the Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer. Steve Politziner is a Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, a business maven, an accomplished youth coach, and a worldly family man. Every week he bestows his expansive wisdom upon us. It's time again for Ask Steve's, presented by PNC Bank. See how they can make a difference for you at PNC.com. You've got mail. Steve, first things first, my declaration that Josh Allen has taken the crown from Tua Tungabailoa as the most divisive player in the NFL. Do you find that to be accurate, or in your divine wisdom, do you think I'm off base? No, I think you're off because I don't. I believe that, if anything, you even saw this from this playoffs, that people believe that Josh Allen, like you can win with Josh Allen. The receivers drop well, win the ball. what? The AFC there's East? Other question marks. I, don't, I think there's a debate on can you win with Tua. There's, I don't think there's a debate that Josh Allen can win. It can be a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Things keep happening that um, prevent that, but there's still a debate of can Tua be a Super Bowl winning quarterback or will it be a team around him? Josh Allen, I think there's a belief that he can lead a team to a Super Bowl. Obviously, it hasn't happened yet. But in a sample size of five years, he has shown that he, 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 he can't do that. So if it's a discussion about the, the talent, the abilities of Tua versus Josh Allen, I think that that's appropriate. But as far, what have we seen to, to, to show that Josh Allen can actually win a Super Bowl? Well, it's simple. I mean, he's in a peer group of him and one other person. And, and that other person may be exiting that peer group this year. It's Lamar Jackson. They're, they're in the same peer group right now. Haven't played in the Super Bowl, have lost some big games, won some big games, haven't been able to put it over the top. Couple have a MVPs. very unique skill set. Yep. And, and, and Lamar will exit that group if he wins on Sunday, and we'll move, you know, and we'll move into you know a different a different conversation. But I was I've been scouring quarterbacks and trying to think about it because you have guys that are not as good as as Josh Allen, but have have gotten two and one Super Bowls. You have guys that um, are prolific, but their teams haven't been like that good, like Philip Rivers or Dan Fouts. But the Bill, he's Oof. in this very unique spot of right on the doorstep, very, very good, better, the best player on offense on his team always, yet can't even sniff the game yet. And and there is, I've heard the the, the Mickelson and sort of like you know being the number two guy. You know, um, Carl Malone, you know, to Jordan, like just being a little bit of the wrong, you know, wrong place at the wrong time. But I just think it's him and Lamar right now. They are paired until the, and we'll see what happens this weekend. Uh, the, the best way to describe Josh Allen. So just from all of that, unpacking that in a, in a little tiny succinct package, just like me, actually, uh, Steve, what is the best way you can describe Josh Allen? Close, but no cigar. 
Uh, he's got to get to the. He's got to get to the Super Bowl. Now, the way I describe Josh Allen is: you have got to get to the Super Bowl to shut up people that think you're in the same that you're in the same peer group and it, as, as you're in the same comp status as Tua Tonga Bailoa. Right? Oh, that's yeah. like where Josh Allen is. Like, oh my God, that's what they're debating now. That's where uh, I am. That's hey. he's got to get to a Super Bowl to get past that. You know, I had him kind of a Drew Brees. But Breeze got his Super Bowl. You know, like Breeze was around all these other great players, Brady and, and, and Peyton, and he was never really the most elite player during his time. That's kind of where I think Allen is now. He's not the most elite player during his time. because Lamar and Mahomes and so many other good players around him. But he's got to break through. His best-case scenario is getting to be Drew Breeze. I also think, too, that some of us give him a little bit of a pass. Uh, I don't. Uh, and people think I hate Josh Allen because I don't know. I, I, I think Josh Allen's great, but Josh Allen needs to finally break through, and he's got a logjam in front of him, and he hasn't co- he, he's been vanquished by Burrow and by Mahomes multiple times. And now Lamar Jackson's about to go to a Super Bowl and leave him behind. My thing is, uh, when it comes to Josh Allen, is that I think a lot of people look at him and they just love him because he's a big, cuddly guy, and he's a big uh, missile-throwing dope, and we think we can go crush beers with him because he's that type of guy, and we give him a pass because, hey, he's likable. Give him a chance. I think there's a lot of likability that goes into Josh Allen that uh, throws some people's perceptions out the window from a pure football standpoint. Okay, well, you could argue, you could think that. I mean, you obviously do because you have two. You, I think you would take two over Josh Allen. I, th- no. I really do no. believe you would. Stone, Stone, we, we, we just went through this. Theo, tell Steve, we just went through it. Someone posed that to me, a ridiculous scenario. Oh, what if the Bills traded Josh Allen to the Dolphins? One, that would never happen. Two, uh, didn't I say that, hey, I'd welcome that, right, guys? Like, yeah. Tell, tell yeah. Steve, please. He's <laughs> Ken's held on to it for as long as he can or could, but uh, no, he's definitely uh, – he, he knows Josh Allen's better than Tua Tungamailoa. He knows Josh Allen is the, the – up there with some of the best guys in the league. He's not totally insane. Steve. I mean, no. I'm not. I'm not an idiot. I'm not as smart as you, which is why we have you on every week. But I'm not a, a blithering moron, too. Uh, Steve Politiner asked Steve's here with us on ESPN 106.3. Lavica Theo and Stone. Uh, this is an important question as well. Uh, Joel Embiid. Why am I right that he is just a whistle merchant? <laughs> is this a trick question of some sort? No, no. He's a whistle merchant. I mean, congrats on the 71, but please throw yourself on the ground more to go to the free throw line, Joel. Uh, I would well, argue well, that... Look, uh, look, look, we know he does that, but we, D-Wade did that too. So like, there are just certain players that are have that. Um, it, it, they, they do it. It's a habit. It yeah, because he got punished. a lot of free throws. He got, and, no, and he didn't throw his body but to it, people. All this, all this Embiid, like, to me, this is he's almost in this Josh Allen. Very impressive scored 70. Really means nothing to me until you, until you get to an NBA Finals. He can score 80. He can score 90. In fact, I'm not even sure if it helps his legacy. It might make right. it seem like his priorities aren't right. You know, you got to get there. There's so much pressure on Nick Nurse. Like, you were brought there for one reason. Take this team with an enormous amount of talent and put them over the top. You know, the Sixers are right there. They're, they're, Bill, they're Bills-esque. You know, they're right there. The difference is is they don't have the – like, there's other great players, but it's not like there's that Mahomes. Like, it's, it's somebody every year spoils the Sixers. It's not just that one team that they keep running into. Yeah, you know, that, 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 they've had tough ones at the Celtics. It's not the Celtics are this legendary team. Yeah, you know, it's unbelievable. He needs it. He needs it worse than Allen to me. 
because he should be there. He should he should have already yeah. played in the finals. Yeah, I completely agree. Like 71 rings hollow when you can't get past the second round over and over and over and over again. Uh, I-, I wanted to ask you too, Steve. I know uh, we had this discussion. You're not huge into resolutions uh, here in the new year. But now that we are, what, three weeks into 2024, and I find you as a source of inspiration, successful businessman, uh, a maven of the corporate world, a fantastic parent, youth coach, a Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer. Yeah. Is is there I something you said? Another youth coach. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, oh, wait, wait. What happened? What happened about the the, Um, the youth? Very, very, very. I'm in the Palm Beach Gardens uh, basketball playoffs, coaching my two teams, number one seed and the number two seed. My Mm -hmm. younger son, number one seed, eleven and one regular season, and we got upset last night by the eight seed, and we were outplayed, outcoached, outcoached. Very much, very hurts today. So when you say the youth coach, a little down. About my uh, my um, my performance, but uh, my other team, my two seed, uh, got my older son got a win, and we're off. To, we're to the finals on Saturday. Anyway. Okay, go ahead back with wow, your. Uh, no, I I didn't realize thing. that you got you got bucks heated. Uh, yeah, that is that's yep. that's really really stunning. Uh, how we felt how... when my son, my my ten year old, told me that he he said he thinks that the bye hurt us. He said, I think that, that, wow. that he had it. We, had, we didn't play Saturday. Uh-huh. Everyone else played Saturday. I said, like, that's an interesting uh, angle, and maybe that worked in the baseball playoffs last year, but I'm not going with that. I'm not accepting Man. that. So how, uh, are you, how is Steve Palatino going to get better after uh, – after, are you the first in history to uh, go down to an eight seed, uh, a, a number one seed coach in Palm Beach, uh, Palm Beach Gardens basketball? I, I, well, they won the play-in game, so they were hot. They were on a heater. You know, because um, there are 12 teams in our in in this league. Um, but um, I've been just reevaluating uh, everything I did. You up got Miami the game heated, and, you know, and through the game. Yeah, yeah. it was definitely uh, wow. definitely uh, smart, definitely smarting. Still thinking about it. Um, but I, I, when you laud me, I do want to make sure I call myself out that it's uh, it's not no. all uh, roses and and peaches always around here. So so um, yeah yeah you know so. So uh, that's where I'm at now. But anyway, what is your question? I don't even remember now. I just know you <laughs> now. It's something about resolutions. With some oh, about yeah, New Year's yeah. resolutions. Uh, six, uh, someone who, in most cases, when he's not Mike Budenholzer, succeeds at all things that uh, that he does. Is this is there uh, something that you set forth? I think this is inspiring to uh, our, our fans here of Levicka, Theo, and Stone. Something you you set forth to do this year that maybe you've let slide already here three weeks in, just to show that you're uh, you're mortal despite how successful you are. I told you, I don't. I don't I'm not a big resolution uh, guy. I don't think resolutions have to come at New Year's. I think they have to come at. Um, uh, I think they have to come at uh, like whenever you feel them. But yeah, sure, I'll give you one. Um, um, I have a lot because of it, you know travel and coaching and all those things. You know, my inbox has gotten a little big, um, mm. and I decided to, I was going to wake up at four thirty today and attack it. And out of a little exhaustion from the game last night or whatever, usually I'm one snooze and up. But today was three snoozes. So it was, uh, which are nine minutes each. So I was not in front of the computer until five. So I definitely a little down on that. See, even the most successful people like Steve Politziner. Yeah, no, that was great. Just know that Steve, he, he, he is a beacon of success, but even he can lose as a one seed in the Palm Beach Gardens Youth Basketball Playoffs mm-hmm. and wake up a half an hour late to attack the email inbox. That Let that be a lesson. 
for you all. Very important that that it even happens to the best of them. Uh, the best of them also, uh, uh, even after a rough day, and I think a great place for you to head, Steve, would be Duffy Sports Grill. Oh, yeah. I, w- I wish uh, I should have headed straight to Duffy's last night. Probably would have been a better uh, better plan. Um, and the beauty is, is there's a Duffy's likely right near you, wherever you are and wherever you're listening to us you know, right now. And, of course, you have so many things going on, like the NFL playoffs and the NBA and the NHL. And what a great pairing that would be with something like the Onion Ring Tower, potato skins, or grid iron nachos. And, of course, the award-winning burgers and wings, 80 TVs in each location. You won't miss a minute of the action. And you can also sign up to be an MVP at Duffy's. Our game is always on. Well, Steve, sorry about the uh, the loss Although last my night. My game was off. My game yeah. was off. Yeah, That's I right. win sorry one. about the win. loss. A lot of pressure on me to win the other one. A lot of pressure on me now to win the other one. Well, at least you have a, a, a way to get back on track. Hopefully the front office addresses the needs that you set forth here uh, in the offseason. And uh, we'll uh, we'll talk to you next week, Coach Buda. I mean, Steve. Ooh. Oh, that hurts. I'm getting wow. texts during the segment from people listening asking if I'm on the coaching hot seat. <laughs> well, like you we, are. we have next week's segment ready to go already uh, oh, a week in I'll advance. Let you know. uh, Steve, appreciate yeah, it, buddy. If, if, if no, win, no, win, no win Saturday, I might not be available next week. <laughs> although, although I cannot no, I cannot blow off my mandated media. That's right. Uh, we don't want to have to find. It is not worth the fine. It is yeah, not we worth the fine. That's right. A $25,000 fine is pretty steep. Sorry, Steve, but those are the rules, okay? Uh, Steve, <laughs> Thanks. appreciate it. Thanks. That is Steve Politiner as Steve's here on ESPN 106.3. The Heat have made a deal for Terry Rozier. To me, unquestionably, they've made themselves better here by getting Terry Rozier. But some of it is I'm just so glad to see Kyle Lowry gone. Uh, joining us now, uh, someone that uh, that is a stalwart in South Florida radio. You hear him on ESPN Radio. He is our good friend. He is Jonathan Zaslow. Zaz joins us here on the Vicar Theo in Stone. Uh, Zaz, thanks for hanging out for a couple of minutes. Uh, just at the onset, and we'll get to Kyle Lowry and his legacy, quote-unquote, in a moment. Terry Rozier to the Heat does what for this team? What a day. What a day. <laughs> Thank you for having me on. I mean, I, I went to bed last night. You could verify based on Twitter. I went to bed last night after midnight, and I <laughs> tweeted out that I just said a prayer to, to the Lord, all right, hoping <laughs> that I will wake up in the morning and that Kyle Lowry will have been traded. Twitter will verify that. It's time stamped. And I woke up this morning. And Kyle Lowry is out of here. So it shows you the, the, the strength and the power of prayer. All right. <laughs> That's what I'm bringing to you this morning. I mean, come on now. I'm in a great mood here. What, 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 is, what does Terry Rozier bring to the heat? I mean, he brings someone that's not a corpse. I mean, what yep. kind of question is that? Come on. <laughs> I am uh, – JMP, our friend JMP tweeted this morning that nobody uh, as of late has less embodied heat culture than Kyle Lowry has. It's almost a relief to see him gone. Do you agree with that sentiment? Because I do wholeheartedly. Well, this this is actually my favorite part. I mean, forget about the Rozier part. Like, like, like you know, getting anybody who could produce is going to be an upgrade. But my favorite part of the trade is I don't have to watch this guy anymore. Like, yeah. I just I hate having to watch and then obviously root for because I want my team to do well. I hate having to watch and root for guys that I don't like. And this guy has he, he's he's been a 
power puss from the day he got here. And here's the thing. Like, it's one thing where, like, you know, you bitch and moan and you bellyache all the time. That's been his style of play his yep. entire career. It's one thing to, 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 to handle that if you're a fan when the player's a good player. Now imagine having a stomach, his style of play and his behavior on the floor when he's a terrible player. And that's what we've had these last few years. So the fact that I don't have to watch this guy anymore, Ken, I don't even have to watch him as, as an opponent because he's right. already played the Hornets four times. That's right. the best part. It's a done deal. It's a done deal at this point. And by the way, I see it now at Zaslow Show on Twitter, 12.07 p.m. Eastern time, going to sleep, just said a prayer to uh, Hashem, and I'll wake up to the news of Kyle Lowry having been traded. Sweet dreams, everyone. As Zaz said, the power of prayer right there. Jonathan Zaslow with us here on ESPN 106.3 at Zaslow Show on Twitter. You hear him on ESPN Radio doing a great job as always, and he joins us on Levick at Theo and Stone. From a, a Terry Rozier standpoint, I'm seeing every analyst, every talking head saying, man, this is a great deal for the Heat. Yes, they give up a first-round pick, but it's a protected pick in 27. Uh, they got a guy that's going to make them better, who's going to embrace Heat culture. To you, uh, what does Terry Rozier do to this Heat side? Well, I think there's a few things that you like about Rozier, and that's, look, he's, he's tough, all right? He's got a little bit of that dog mentality in him. And that fits in with the Heat. You like that this is a guy who wants to be here, all right? Like, it's been spoken about recently that if you were to be traded, the Heat, and I know a lot of guys feel this way, but, but the Heat are not for everybody, as we just saw with Kyle right. Lowry the last few years, all right? Terry Rozier, he wants to be here, so you love that. I also think you're going to get a motivated player who was playing in big-time games the first few years of his career with Boston. You know, you remember he was the backup, and then Kyrie Irving – he was hurt, so Rogier got all the minutes in Boston, and that's kind of where he made a name for himself. And now he's been essentially in basketball purgatory. Charlotte's <laughs> such a nothing franchise. Uh-huh. And so now he's coming to a team that he's be playing in meaningful games. I think you're going to get a very motivated player there as well. And, look, he has not been the most efficient player for his career, but he's having a career season this year. And yeah. you like that because you can't even say that he's having a career season because it's a contract year and he's trying to get paid. He's got two more years under contract. So it's quite possible that he's just evolved and become a better player here at 29 years old. And, he, you know, you're talking about he's the, probably the fourth best player on the team. So you're going to have the fourth best defender guarding him on most nights. That, that's going to be a big time plus for him coming to Miami, I think. I want to wrap with this, and I hate to pile on Kyle Lowry, but I don't because good Hold riddance. On. Good riddance to that guy. Good riddance to that guy. But with with Kyle Lowry and him leaving now, the most satisfying heat departure since, does it have to be Hassan Whiteside? Who, who are we thinking here? I think most Heat fans will say that, but here's the thing. Like, I was happy that they traded us on Whiteside because they got Jimmy Butler out of it, all right? So okay, that, that conversation sure. is a little bit swayed. But, you know, like, I'll say this is, this is by far my least favorite Miami Heat player of all time. And then people wow. will say, oh, but wow. what about Hassan Whiteside? Here's the thing. Whiteside would roll out of bed on his worst day and get you a double-double. On his yep. worst day! So the, the idea that, that, that Whiteside was the worst player ever and your least favorite player, that doesn't make any sense to me. For me, 
It's the greatest departure in Heat history. I'm, I'm, I'm so happy, Ken. It's a great day. <laughs> Zaz, I, I, I feel the energy, and I appreciate you. And thank you for praying to the, the, the heavens that we would have this moment, and we have found it. Uh, the Heat got the Heat flat out got better, and it might even just be addition by subtraction. And I'm totally fine with that. But Zaz, really appreciate you coming on, spending some time with us, and uh, let's chat again here as we get through into the second half of the season. Okay. Let's let's go, Heat. Come on now. I, I can't wait for tomorrow night. My new favorite player, Terry Rozier. <laughs> that is Jonathan Zaslow at Zaslow Show on Twitter. And, again, you hear him on ESPN Radio and, of course, here on ESPN 106.3 Talking Heat. When we come back, we grade stuff. It's what we do every Tuesday, and, damn it, it's a staple. We love it. That's Theo, that's Stone. I'm Ken Levick at Theo and Stone, ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Let me tell you real quick about our good friend Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com. This is a man who is improving lives, whether you have nasal issues, chronic congestion, throat issues, constant swollen tonsils, other issues in that region, ringing of your ears, ear problems, snoring issues. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com. I was looking at the uh, New York Post this morning, and a uh, an ENT had uh, had talked to the Post, and they wrote, oh, these tongue exercises can help cure your snoring in the cold winter months. What are we doing here? Hmm. What are we doing here? Why go to tongue exercises unproven? If you just go to Dr. Neil Goldhaber, oh, based on yeah. Boyd Beach, been doing it for decades. ENT extraordinaire. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, he has spent decades fixing the problems, improving lives in the ENT realm. All about the tongue exercises that I read about in the New York Post. Oh, Goldhabersinus.com. Goldhabersinus.com. That's goldhabersinus.com. Get your consultation. Check out Dr. Neil Goldhaber and do something for you in 2024. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com. Goldhabersinus.com. It's Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Boys, class is in session. It is time now for Levicka, Theo, and Stone to grade stuff here on ESPN 106.3. And let's start with the heat. The heat. Let's grade the heat. Theo, in light of Kyle Lowry being traded away, the heat send away a first-round pick and Lowry to get Terry Rozier. The heat, what is the grade you give them currently? I give the Miami Heat an A. All right, you held off this offseason on Dame Lillard. That hurt a lot of fans. It's not that Rozier can be that, but the fact that you're getting a guy that's scoring 30, 23 points a game, a dog with playoff experience and heat mentality, I'm, I'm excited about what he can be. And also, yeah, farewell, Kyle Lowry. Yeah, f- fair, farewell. Uh, Stone, grade the heat right now. I'm going A+. Plus. Uh, I love watching Scary Terry play basketball. Now the fat ass is gone. I, I think this team <laughs> in the locker room feels a lot better than they did a week ago. So I'm excited. A++, plus plus, baby. That is an A++ plus plus for, uh, for, for Stone. 
I'll grade the Heat. I'm going to say currently they're a B. Terry Rozier is absolutely going to help, and I think that he's going to be able to hopefully keep that ball from sticking. The last two games, the loss to Atlanta, the loss to the Magic, the Heat have been absolutely unwatchable. Now, it might be because all Kyle Lowry is doing is sourpussing there on the bench and uh, upset that he's not starting and saying that it's a disappointment and blah, blah, blah. Farewell, man. Uh, But there's no doubt that the Heat are not as good as they should be when Jimmy and Bam and Tyler are on the floor at the same time. And I hope that this is an infusion of some semblance of offensive improvement because watching the Heat try to put the ball in the basket has been insufferable. I like the move, though. It makes the Heat better. It improves their cap position. The Heat right now currently have a B. And that's how we kick off LaVica Thielen Stone. Great stuff here on ESPN 106.3. Stone, give your grade for Purdy versus Goff on Sunday. Grade Purdy versus Goff. So how are we doing this? Are we grading uh, my excitement level? No, you just, hey, you grade it. That's the rules. <laughs> I, I throw it out there and you grade it. I don't I don't know what scoring scale you're using or what grade scale you're using. So, you just grade it. Purdy versus Goff. So my teacher just slapped a test in front of me and it just said, Brock Purdy, Purdy versus, versus Jared Goff. Goff. What are you grading yeah. it? Yeah, well, you're the teacher, man. Um, I'm going to give it a B plus because there are a lot of storylines going into this, and that I'm excited for, right? The Dan Campbell versus the Brock Purdy. I think that's the storyline that I personally see this as. Uh, B plus, uh, I'm excited for it. I'll probably get some action in on it. I, I do think Dan Campbell and that Lions team will be ready for Brock Purdy and everything that they have. Although, if they have Debo, ba- Debo back and it's a bounce-back spot, I look for 49ers to uh, get to the bowl. Like uh, The script has been written. I mean, they leaked it on whatever news network that was, that the Ravens and the Niners were playing in the Super Bowl. Post Malone, Dolly Parton will be on behind the mic. I'm excited. B-plus here. It's a B-plus for Stone. He gives Purdy versus Goff. Time for Theo to grade Purdy versus Goff. Theo? Where's the game being played, Ken? Uh, that would be Santa Clara, California, home of the San Francisco 49ers. Is there a roof on that stadium? Uh, there was not, Theo, last time I checked. That's an F. Golf and Purdy <laughs> in the elements gets an F from me. <laughs> and it's that simple. Uh, that's pretty good. So as soon as you have to put them outdoors, it's bad news all the way around. <laughs> uh, actually, let's check real quick what the uh, the forecast is for Sunday. Bear with me, boys, here. Santa Clara, California weather. Oh, this gives me time to uh, uh, recognize all the fine folks at ESPN Houston 97.5 for uh, letting me come in and uh, and uh, hang here the last couple H-Town. of days. I don't know why I'm here, by the, the way. Uh, I love the folks at ESPN Houston, and yeah. I appreciate them. But the reason I'm here, we have been – in Houston at a Hilton in the medical center of the medical district of Houston since Sunday night. Mm. And I bleep you not, we have not had functioning internet at that hotel since the second myself and the FAU basketball team arrived. We have been in a tomb of a hotel. I don't know how this happens in 2024, but I'm not doing the show at the hotel because there hasn't been any internet. Can't get any work I think the whole guys can't do homework. It has been a disaster. I think the hotel lied to y'all too, though, because my mom works in the medical district, and she said the Wi-Fi has been working the whole week. So Yeah, so they said it, yeah, they said it was an area issue. Yeah, they lied. And it's not. It's a hotel <laughs> issue. Wow. I, it has been it's crazy. Just awful. And it's been <laughs> downpour raining the entire time we've been here. I mean, just a horrific experience. Okay, back to green. awful. All right, sorry. Uh, Sunday. Oh, well, here we go. Partly cloudy, 73 degrees. 
at kickoff for the huh. NFC Championship game. Only a 6% chance of precipitation. Wins out of the Northeast at 5. Does that change your grade at all? That even outdoors, Purdy and Golf are an F. Yeah, I'll give it a D now. Since there's no, no chance of rain or a low chance of rain, Okay, I'll okay. give it a D. Okay, excellent. Uh, by the way, Hilton, Medical District, Houston, I give you an F. But that's not what we're grading. That's not what we're grading right now. <laughs> Relax, I'm diamond status. Purdy versus Golf. It's simply a C. It's an average quarterback matchup for a chance to win the NFC. Both should feel very fortunate they're in that position. Us as fans, we don't need to get excited about it, but I'm more excited to see can Dan Campbell come out of nowhere and win the NFC. Can the 49ers get back to the Super Bowl? Can Brock Purdy find a way? But more, George Kittle, does Debo Samuel play? I like the storylines, quarterback matchup, that's a C, especially when it pales in comparison to the other side where you have a blockbuster with Mahomes and Jackson. How can you give Purdy and Goff more than a See when you've got an A plus 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 off the 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 report card in the AFC title game matchup, even if it is in the elements. Purdy and Golf is a C. Levick at Theo and Stone, great stuff here on ESPN 106.3. Theo, barbecue chicken, barbecue chicken, grade it. Uh, so Victor Wimbanyama last night. Uh, I'll say <laughs> B plus, B plus for sure. Um, you get it because he was on the other side of that seventy that ball got, from got, a B. Yep. He got barbecued. Yeah, yeah, but no, barbecue chicken's great. I say a B plus, man, especially when done right. I mean, you 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 can't go wrong, especially. And another thing that's underrated is uh, barbecue wings. People always want the hot wings. You throw a little barbecue, honey barbecue on that. It's it's pretty yeah. fire. I agree with that. I think too much people are leaning on buffalo style when in reality, uh, sweet barbecue oh, on wings. That's the it's uh, so much better. Uh, uh, here's uh, I'll typically get barbecue wings, but a cup of buffalo and dip my barbecue wings Ooh. in the buffalo, and that's okay. how I get the I've best of both worlds. You know what? I like a little buffalo ranch uh, intersection. Yeah, absolutely. Or blue cheese. I'm I, fine with blue I cheese. I think it's necessary. It's not that I like it. Yeah. I think you have to have you it. You dip have the to. buffalo in the ranch. Yeah. Yeah, 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 no doubt. Uh, barbecue chicken stone, grate it. Uh, I'll go C minus here. Hand placement's always weird, right? If you get one of those big pieces and you got to like use, thigh. yeah, you got to use, you know, your thumb and your index finger on both hands and kind of pick it up like this four square, like a palette kind of thing. And all of a sudden, you get four or five good bites before you start to see bone and pink, and you realize I got to start strategically taking bites here. It's never really yep. fun. You got to wash your hands after. Uh, typically, I just you know suck my fingers. Wait, are, but, uh, are you eating raw chicken? Are you eating raw <laughs> barbecue like chicken? Why, <laughs> yeah, like why are you why are you, you know, so hell bent on? The, sometimes when pink and chicken, it doesn't mean that like there's there's an issue there, and then you're washing your hands afterwards. Like just use a wipe, whatever. Like what's are you worried about salmonella? What's going on with you? <laughs> no, no. I mean sometimes it just it depends where you get it from, and you never really trust it. You gotta examine a piece of barbecue chicken if it's not a wing, and and I don't like examining my food. I like going. And just you know, face first into that thing. So, so I'll give it a C minus here. Not too fond. Uh, a little complicated here. C minus says Stone Barbecue Chicken. I'll grade it here on the Vic Theo and Stone Barbecue Chicken. I'm gonna give it a C plus. Only because why would you do barbecue chicken? And chicken, I think, for a lot of people, is the hardest meat to actually prepare, right? They get scared of it, and then they end up overcooking it because they think they haven't cooked it enough. And what I'll say from a barbecue standpoint, you know what the worst type of pulled meat is in barbecue? Chicken. Mm. Because for whatever reason, pulled chicken, it ends up being dry. 
Nobody wants dry chicken. I don't want to feel like I'm eating sandpaper, even if I put a ton of sauce on it. When you have pork available to you, which when done right is always juicy, always delicious, when you got brisket at your disposal, why would you go the barbecue chicken route? Barbecue chicken, the least of the barbecued meats, and so that's why for me it gets a C plus. Is there a worse food? Then dry chicken. Dry chicken sucks. Oh, a dry, dry turkey. chicken is, though. Dry turkey, <laughs> dry dry turkey, turkey. is right up there. Yeah. But same family. Turkey and chicken. Same family. Uh, poultry. Uh, poultry. Thank you. I almost said fowl. Uh, <laughs> that would be ducks or geese. Yeah. No. Uh, yes. Poultry. Dry poultry. Not good. F across the board. LaVega Theo and Stone. Great stuff here on ESPN 106.3. Afternoon coffee. Afternoon coffee. Theo, great afternoon coffee. I don't even think there's a, a, a grade I can put to this. What's past A plus? Like an A, uh, a e, super plus? Yeah, exceptional. Exceptional. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or, or skipping a grade. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're skipping a grade with, with afternoon coffee, and, and I would be literally a hypocrite if I said anything otherwise. We do this show from 12 to 2. Technically, mm-hmm. 12 is the afternoon, and I drink mm-hmm. an afternoon coffee every day. Okay, afternoon coffee is off the scales for Theo yeah. Stone. Afternoon coffee for you. Yeah, I'll go A minus. And the reason it's not an A plus is you play this dangerous game in the afternoon because typically in the mornings is when you get your your, your poop out of your system. But you know, afternoon rolls around two o'clock and you uh-huh. know you gotta go to the bathroom. The old the whole office is in there paying attention and you're in there for fifteen minutes all because of that cup of coffee. So it's a dangerous game we play. It's better to knock it out in the morning, but nonetheless for our job it's required yeah. to, to be caffeinated. So it's an A minus for me. A little colon roulette, if you will. <laughs> Literally. Uh, is what you're playing in the afternoons. Yep. Uh, afternoon coffee. I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and give it an A. I tell you what, I find coffee to be soothing. And maybe it's because... I can still fall asleep after coffee, even if it's a dark cafe. let you get myself after it. I don't know why, but I find it to be soothing. Like if I'm flying uh, and oh, I no. get to the airport in the evening, I love to go get a cup of coffee. And ch- for me, it's like a soothing tea, even though it's fully caffeinated. But it puts me in a good mood. It has a, a, a positive mood effect. And after a certain time of day, it doesn't cause me the problems that it causes stone, apparently, with, uh, with a spasmic gastric area. So for me, afternoon coffee, that's an A across the board. Coffee before a flight is insane work, but keep going. Oh, my God. Wait, really? That is insane. Really? So You're setting do you have yourself the same up issue with Stone? Not just that. Well, do- it happens sometimes. So it's like a 40% rate that I, I need to hit the bathroom after a coffee, so I don't know uh, if it's okay. going to happen. So why would I put myself at risk <laughs> yeah, yeah. to do that on a flight? But also, right. I don't want to be up on a flight. I don't even want the chance to have anything oh, that would keep see, me up on the flight. I can fall asleep. I think, honestly, it's a pressure thing. As soon as the oxygen comes on, it puts me to sleep. I don't understand it. Huh. I don't understand it. As soon as we're in the air, my body just shuts down. Also, also, uh, have you? Uh, when's the last time you actually pooped on a plane? I'd never do it. Yeah, that's, mine's that's, probably two that's years. That's the right answer. Yeah, that's the right so answer. So you just hold it the whole flight? You just yeah, sleep folks, it off? Folks, yeah, exactly. Sleep it How off, guys. That's, recy- that's recycled air. Can we and go if, to break, please? You, yeah, we're going to go to break. But but let me say real quick, if any of you think that it's good to poop on a plane, trust me when I tell you it's not. That's recycled air, and you are making the entire flight miserable for everybody else. Think about everyone else before you come in with a full colon to the plane. Okay. Uh, LaVica Theo and Stone, ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica Theo and Stone on ESPN 106.3. 
Is joint pain affecting your quality of life? At Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, their team's experienced in traditional joint replacement surgery as well as new, less invasive treatments with the goal of returning you to what you love as quickly as possible. Learn more by visiting baptisthealthnet slash orthocare today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealthnet slash orthocare for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, you can find them at Baptist health.net slash ortho care for theo that's done i'm ken see you tomorrow bye bye